superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. This kid, Tommy, watching their son do this. What a throw by DeVito! Touchdown, Giants! For the New York Giants, has got to be mind-blowing to them. His name is Tommy DeVito. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni, Fox Sports college football insider Bruce Feldman, senior writer for the MMQB, Albert Breer, and now, it's Rich Eisen. That's correct. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show right here on the Roku channel, which is free on every Roku device known to mankind. It's also free on select Samsung smart TVs as well as Amazon Fire TV. It is free on the Roku app, the Roku channel. Dot com is one way for you to check us out every single day. You can listen to us on our Sirius XM stations. This Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate. We're building it close to clo- uh, coast to coast, uh, cultivating this caper one uh, one station at a time. We say hello to our Odyssey listeners who are streaming us. We also say anybody who wants to uh, listen to us on a podcast, you have uh, every right to do that. Go check out our show every single day on our podcast, all three hours. What the Football with Susie Schuster and Amy Trask is out. The up, uh, the uh, latest episode dropped yesterday. Dan Patrick crushed it as only DP can. And then there's Overreaction Monday, the podcast that Chris Brockman and I do do, uh, ev- do every single Monday. For your listening pleasure, it is not doo doo. <laughs> Trust me, it's definitely it's not. Done. I know that's not chocolate. I know it's not Freudian. We, I, I'm very proud of that uh, work every single day uh, that we do it, and uh, and every single week that we do. Good to see you over there, Christopher. Hey, how are you, brother? I'm great, man. What's up? What's up, DJ Mikey D? Isn't he's nuts? Good You're morning, back. Rich. How you doing? You're I'm back. back. Yeah, by the way, that's what he was doing yesterday. Yeah, what were you, you were doing? Basketball? Yeah, yeah, I'm the official Seton Hall mixer for Fox Sports. The official oh, oh. Seton Hall oh. mixer. Hey, yes. So oh. if everybody's out there listening to listening <laughs> to what they're watching uh, and Seton Hall basketball, I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty sweet. It's because Mike is he's fading with love. That's <laughs> uh, what he's doing. Yes. Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson. The candles lit. Candles lit. Just a random wrestling thing, if I could do, Rich. 22 years sure. ago today, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Booker T had the greatest fight ever inside of a grocery store, Brockman. I know you remember oh, that. Oh, I do remember that. So, actually, one of the greatest right? moments in wrestling. So, anniversary today. Just inside a grocery up. store. On heist on Monday, grocery store fighting on Wednesday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who knows what'll happen tomorrow? Tore up the grocery store. Well, speaking of, uh, you know, 
something you could set your watch to. I can't believe we're talking about this again. Oh, I guess we can. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. uh, Draymond Green got ejected uh, from a basketball game again. What? Uh, last night for uh, because he couldn't uh, control his hands. Got handsy again. <laughs> last time we saw it, he was choking out Rudy Gobert. He got ejected and then suspended. <laughs> This is the third time this season he has been ejected from a basketball game. And, um, you know, the final score, you'd think that maybe he might have made up the difference. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, Devin Booker was just shooting lights out towards the end of the game last night. Sure was. Um, And the Phoenix Suns defeat the Golden State Warriors without Kevin Durant. And then the Warriors didn't have Draymond Green from the eight-minute mark of the third quarter on because he's posting up Yusuf Nurkic. And everything seemed to be just, you know, one of those uh, jockeying for position, although somewhat uh, outside of the paint. It was damn near the three-point line where he and uh, Nurkic were were uh, having what seemed to be a normal interaction yeah. where a power forward of Draymond's, um, you know, I guess stature and, and – um, is is being um, guarded by Yusuf Nurkic, and uh, and then Draymond just takes his left arm and just wings it around and hits Nurkic right in the face, and it's one of those moments where once again you're wondering, what is this guy's malfunction? <laughs> and and it's just again another moment where we're wondering what's he thinking? Why is he doing this? Why does he feel the need to do it? Mm-hmm. Guy's going to go to the Hall of Fame. Guy's got rings. Guy's got wealth, fame, and yet part of his game is just can't control his hands, can't control his feet. It's like a Mad Lib again. I said that before, and I guess here it is again. It's like a Mad Lib. It's like Draymond Green hits proper name NBA player in the body part, you know, fulfilling the body part name in the blank arena and gets ejected flagrant blank. I guess you could fill in one or two, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 I mean yeah. it's just, it's, it's the same thing over and over and over again. And then cue Steve Kerr saying he knows better. We got to have him out there. And, <laughs> and I guess the only thing that's different is Draymond apologized for this one. For Rudy Gobert, he's just like, you know, I have no regrets. <laughs> okay, I mean, we could dust for prints on his neck and find Draymond Green's fingerprints. We didn't have to wait for his podcast. Honestly, uh, you know, it, it's, yeah, oh, yeah, that's part of the Mad Lib, too. He yeah. goes on his podcast yeah. and, you know, starts talking X's and O's and, and, he, and how he's playing three-dimensional chess or four-dimensional chess and whatever. This is him after the game, after getting ejected last night. Uh, he was pulling my hip, and I was... Swinging away to sell the call, made contact with him. Um, as you know, I'm not one to apologize for things I meant to do, but I do apologize to you, sir, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. Uh, I sell calls with my arms. I don't fall or to sell a call. I don't, I'm not a flopper. So I was just selling the call because he was grabbing me and pulling my hip back. So I spun away and. Unfortunately, I hit him. And so, like I said, I apologize to you, Seth, um, because I didn't intend to hit him. 
Okay, so it makes no sense. It makes zero sense because, I mean, Yusuf Nurkic, you're, he, he's all over you. You know where he is. I mean, you, you have to get an idea of his whereabouts since you're leaning on him and he's actually pulling your hip. And if you're going to take your arm and fling it at the level of altitude that you are flinging it, you have to know he's taller than you. You're going to connect with him. <laughs> right. I mean, like, what, what do you think? He was just going to disappear magically? That maybe, once you made contact with him, it would just he he would disintegrate. Maybe he thought he was going to weave and bob. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna be. Uh, honestly, well, I, 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 I honestly don't. Know, that, that makes no sense. Nor does the fact like, oh, how do you pull? If I tip? meant to hit him, then I wouldn't apologize. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? That's what I heard too. I was yeah. just like, so if I had meant yeah, to hit that's him, what I meant. And I heard. I heard. That. And so proof of the fact I didn't mean to hit him is 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 that I'm apologizing, and it's like what. Like, honestly, if my, when he was, or she was, five-year-old said this to Susie and I, we'd be like, hold on a minute, sit down. We need to explain to you the way the world works here. <laughs> like, if you intend to do something yeah. and it's wrong, you apologize for it. And if you didn't intend to do something and it's wrong, you apologize for that too because you're, you know, a compassionate human being. It makes no sense. He's standing right there. He's leaning on you. You know where he is. You know he's tall and big. So when you fling your arm, you're going to hit him. And it's more than likely you're going to hit him in the face. Enough. And then when you do it, you're like, proof that I didn't mean to do it is that I'm apologizing. If I did it, you know, like say choke somebody out, uh, I I will tell you I have no regrets. Oh, okay. (laughs) What? Is uh-huh. that? And so that leads to somebody like Nurkic saying this after the game. I was behind the play. <laughs> I don't think what's going on with him, I don't know. Personally, I feel like that brother needed help. You know, I'm glad he not tried to choke me, but at the same time, and nothing to do with basketball, man. Like I'm just out there trying to play basketball, you know, they're swinging. I think we saw that often, but um, hope he, you know, whatever he got in his life, get better. So, <laughs> man, oh man, I mean, whatever he's got in his life, get better. And and I, you know, I I don't know this guy. I don't. I just cover him, or we've covered. You know, we talk about him and the NBA every single day. And yeah. you know, we're in our tenth year here. So in the last ten years, I'm not talking about Draymond Green of winning championships and then being suspended in an NBA Finals game because he, you know, hits LeBron in his King James. And then, you know, and then we see what happened just last playoffs with Sabonis. And then we saw what happened this regular season with Gobert and now this with Nurkic. And then you go on your X feed, Twitter feed or whatever, and you see this now montage of all of the moments where he can't control his feet or his hands. And then he shows up on Turner. Turner has him on all the time because he's incredibly talented, and he's gonna be a he's gonna be a, an announcer once he's done. I think. I think he'll be a, an analyst if that's what he wants to do. I don't know him, so here I am saying, you know, what is the matter? What? Are, it's just it's a it's a it's a uh, body of work that makes you think. Hey, you've got it seems all. So why are you always in this position? And does he not have the self awareness to sit here and take such stock, or he doesn't care? So Nurkic's response was brought up to Draymond last night as well. Respect. I still know what my intentions were. But 
respect. I think we all need help. I don't think any of us are too perfect. So, respect. But I'll, I'll tell him the same thing I just told you. I'm going to apologize to him, and I, you know, I didn't intend to hit him. So, but he has a right to feel how he want to feel about it, and I'm not going to sit here and try to go back and forth on how he feels about it. It's on him. I, I kind of want to root for Draymond. I really do. Like, he, he does seem to be... He does seem to be, you know, uh, a human in the world that 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 you want to root for. I don't know why I have that feeling. Mm. Uh, honestly, because it, it 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 he doesn't do very much to earn anybody else's reasonable doubt that he didn't intend to do it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you know. And and he's going he's going to the Hall of Fame. This is going to happen. Anybody who just wants to discard Draymond, guess what? He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's won all these rings. The question is, is why does he find himself in this position? And does he not think about where he's leaving Steph and Kerr and Clay and everybody else? They need him now more than ever. Right? This this team is, I don't think, on anybody's radar to win the championship this year. That's why they resigned him. That's why they, you know, have generationally enriched him. Kind of funny these two all-time greats, Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry, are just kind of being let down by their teammates in a way. You know, the Chiefs on the field, the wide receivers, and and Draymond on the court just with his antics. Or or with his lack of availability. That's, That's the phrase you hear all the time. Your best ability is your availability, you know. And, um... And he's not going to be available again for this team. So, I mean, can we not gloss over the fact that did anyone know that's how Nurkic sounded when he taught? <laughs> Man's from Bosnia. It sounds like he's from down the street, down the block in Inglewood here. Yeah. <laughs> I had no I idea. I never heard him speak. People. I had no idea. <laughs> Their brother. I, I I was just tuning in to see how the the Warriors would um, would try and win this game, and um, also to see just how badly. Devin Booker was going to be hurting my fantasy team. Yeah, I was wondering if you're going to bring that up today. No, I mean you he's know. on yours, but we're we're locked in a battle, sir. We are. It's going to go down to the wire. I, I started off like the Spurs and the Pistons, and I'm uh, I'm on a win streak right now. I got to apologize to you for something. Fantasy. Oh my goodness! Oh, wow, full yeah, Draymond. I wow. I do. Are you, does, does that mean Whoa. you didn't mean what you're about to say? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, I do. Like last year. Sorry, I'm trying to find again. The Draymond logic <laughs> just screws up the whole meaning of an apology. That's true. Good point. Yeah, good point. A couple years ago, me and Brockman used to clown on you because you would make. Eight times as many transactions so many moves. as everybody. Yeah, so many moves. But then I came yeah. to realize there is a method to the madness. Uh, and if you want to win, and if you want to be, you know, yeah. if you want to stay in the game, you've got to consistently. Got to consistently. Well, certainly. Moves. So Brian, I apologize because now I have the most moves and, in the league. Uh, and I got geez. the best records. So. And I was doing it. In the era of load management. <laughs> I mean, okay. I hate to Remember say, that era? Remember that? Like, for me, Kawhi's only missing two games all year. I thought about that last night as Kawhi on your team Ooh, was lighting it up for the second busy. straight game, and he's playing an actual back-to-backs, and I'm like, that would have been nice. When I had Kawhi the last two years, he actually played on either end of a back-to-back that That's actually funny. happened. Whoa. 
funny. So I was doing it in the era of load management, sir. Look, I'm just saying, Kawhi knew he came home to his boy. Uh, what it do, baby? Uh, you know he what? Knew this that is a great on day. On my squad, he had to get busy. Adam this is hasn't a great made day. any moves. You know? This is a great day because uh, not only do we have a great guest list, Nick Sirianni is about to join us. Love it. Uh, appreciate well, him saying you know, yes. Nick Sirianni of the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, head coacher. He's the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. He'll be joining us shortly. Oh, yeah, great, uh, great and then week. two of our favorites to talk to from the world of reporting and, and analyzing, Bruce Feldman in studio. Um, and then we've got Albert Breer joining yeah. us in hour number three from the NFL owners meeting, where apparently they're about to uh, award an international series game to Sao Paulo, Brazil. I know. Oh, How about that? Um, Pick your bags, boys. We're going so to I might have to. Analysis. I don't know. Everybody might have to brush up on their Portuguese. I have no idea. Yeah, that may not be our game. It may be uh, ESPN. Oh, no, please. Sorry, Rich Eisen. I don't know. God, if you're listening, <laughs> please but, let Rich but, the Brazil but game. But I think if I'm not mistaken, I just heard T.J. Jefferson refer to me as a fantasy basketball visionary. I, I mean, I didn't use those words. But. Visionary. Well, I'm a visionary. Many visionaries yeah, are viewed sure, sure, at the sure. time of their greatness as, as crazy. As yeah. crazy. Yeah. And let's and then, see how Earth responds to that. Thank you very much. <laughs> very good. Thank Truly. you. Elon. Very much, Elon. I mean, look, you were, you were on to something, man. I'll just give it to you. You were uh, on to okay. something. Okay, thank you. At the time, you were accusing me of being on something. Yeah, like, I appreciate the, the, plus the, plus. the extra preposition. I'm on to something. <laughs> and maybe we should be on to something. We should, we should create the Draymond Mad Lib. As part of Rich Eisen uh, Production. consulting, really consulting. Oh, really? It's another That's silo because we, consult? as we, uh, hey, we really? nailed the latest ankle watch. We told oh, you yeah. Trevor Lawrence was going to start yeah. just by looking at it. We know. Yep. Okay. Let's take a break. So we're on time for Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles, is going to sit down. We'll talk with him. A big game coming up in Seattle Monday night to wrap up Week 15. The HC of the Philadelphia Eagles coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Back on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desks, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or, or just stop by. Nick Suriani, uh, Philadelphia Eagles head coach, about to join us right here. And uh, on the Roku channel side, we were just talking about how Suriani took the gig, right? Mm-hmm. He came from the Colts staff. Yep. And he's brought in. And uh, Hertz had just. So he was, Hertz was drafted in 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Then he got in there and he got in there for. Wentz, who Doug Peterson was hanging with forever, right? And then they put Hertz in, and he had some really nice games. And then that was the miss. That's it. It was the mystery ending to the season. To the season when when they they put Sudfeld in there, right? Because see what Nate has. Well, they sat Hertz. They sat Hertz in the end in a game that that kind of needed. Who needed? Somebody needed. Hold on. Was it the Giant? Rivera needed, right? Washington needed. Team that. And. and then I remember then the conversation coming into the season, is Hurts the guy? Are they really going to be, is he really going to be the guy in Philadelphia? And that's when Sirianni showed up wearing the T-shirt with Hurts on it at the uh, presser in 2021. Look, and again, the date, September 17th. So that is, that's got to be right after week one into week two, right? And that was a sign of like, yeah, he's this guy here. And the co- I'm the coach here, and he's the guy. And that was like one of the first moments where Sirianni is stepping in. It's like, yeah. And he's making a statement in a way that, that you know, 21st century coaches make. With You know, I'm wearing, I'll wear the T-shirt with Hurts on it. He's our guy. Yeah, Eagles ended that year 1-7. That year what, with uh, Peterson? 2020. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then they made the, if I'm not mistaken, they made the playoffs with Hurts. And they lost in the first round to Brady and the Bucks, correct? Let's see. If I'm not mistaken. Great, great memory, Rich Eisen. Yeah, nine and eight made the playoffs. They got one and done by Brady and the Bucks. Lost to Brady. Who yeah. then eventually lost to the Rams, right? Yes. The next week yes. in that wild division game. That wild, crazy game that was you know, almost where, where kind Cooper of a, Cup went up top from uh, from Stafford to win the game. Yeah, similar to a, like a 28 3 situation. Right. They came, all, they the came all the way back to tie it, and the yeah. Rams won it. Yep. And then the Eagles come back with Hurts and go to the Super Bowl. Yep. And now here they are. Would you, would you say that this is the most like adverse stretch a 10 win team can have right now? Well, people have been on them all year. I know that. It's just so weird. But you're winning the game. I told you they went from plucky to lucky <laughs> in just two weeks, right? Yeah. That plucky team that that's only got, you know, pro bowlers all over the place and Hall of Famer. Well, Hall of Famers, you could make a case they got a couple on there. Maybe Brandon. Well, maybe. Kelsey up front. I mean, he's he's an HOF. Maybe Cox, maybe Hurt. Uh, you know, Graham. and maybe. now here they go, going into Seattle, which is – Eight one-score games, Very, and they're seven. That's it. They're seven and one in one-score games. Yeah, I mean, you know what? But you are what you are. And right? also, and the Vikings last year weird, weird bounce. Went, they won a division with all that stuff. Yeah, and how they do in the playoffs? All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines while uh, coach is getting set to sit down. Pete in Hilton Head, South Carolina. You're here on the Rich Eyes hey. Show. What's up, Pete? Hey, how are you doing today? What's on your mind, sir? I got. I want to tell you something. Uh, this is my deal. <laughs> I, I in a 
final game of college, I have Texas scoring 24 points. I have Alabama scoring 31 or 34. Okay. Alabama win the national championship by okay. 10 points. All right. I don't know what's going to happen score-wise with Alabama and Michigan. Okay. But I, I'll bet you Texas beats Washington by two touchdowns. Oh. Okay, Pete. Ooh, stay right Pete. there. You can't see it. Are you, you're not watching us right now, right? Yeah. You okay? Here, I've got a magic oh, eight ball. Oh, has him. I thought you were going to flip him. Here we off. go. No, this is the this is the highest price I can give oh. anybody. Is Pete in South Carolina right about what he's saying? Mm. Says without a doubt. Damn it! See? Oh no! And I have tickets to the Rose Bowl. Mm. Well, you might as well sell those. Really? <laughs> you might as well write it write it down in that little book in front of you. All right, let me write it down in my little book. Oh, All right. and can I say one other thing? Sure, Pete, go I for hope, it. I hope uh, I hope uh, what you call it's all right today. Uh, I thought yesterday we were doing the overreaction that Chris was going to have a freaking heart attack. About which one? I thought his head was going to explode. Oh, that's every that's every overreaction Monday. I was on it though. They were good yeah. topics, right, Pete? No, they weren't. Yeah, you were, you were pretty pretty on, but boy, I was worried about you for a second. I was going to have you call my cardiologist. I get fired up, man. Pete, thanks for your concern. Be well, brother. Appreciate it. Okay. There you go. Thank you. Hit him straight. Damn it! I hit it again. Like just thinking to myself, let me just let me just tap the side and get a different result. And it said it is certain. You're not supposed to shake the magic eight ball completely. All right, so just, just like do one of these. So we have we have the well, desert is weighed in here, guys. Uh, uh, I just changed it. Texas is a four point favorite on Washington. So Pete said two touchdowns. Okay. And then they have uh, the what ifs for the different championship games. So he thinks Texas is going to play Alabama, right? Alabama would be a two and a half point favorite if that was the matchup. Oof. Okay. Well, you know, uh, I think Pete's uh, prediction about Alabama is trash. Oh, I, oh, I understand. I'm just relating. <laughs> I don't to usually you, uh, say features. that about our callers you or really listeners don't. or you viewers, but I, I, I think it's trash. I Michigan, would take that. Michigan is favored if they would play Texas or Washington. Okay, so. but against Alabama is a different story. No, they are favored. Yeah. Okay. One and a half. Oh, good. Good to know. Uh, Thanks for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, joining us here on the Rich Eisen Show is the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind enough to join us. He is Nick Sirianni. How you doing, Coach? Good to see you. Hey, hey Rich. How's it going? I'm great. We were just talking before you were sitting down about the T-shirt you wore in September of 2021, where it was Hurts on your shirt. You know, and mm-hmm. you, you still got you still have that T-shirt. Coach? Oh, I got I got so many T-shirts like that with with our guys on it. Um, you got that one? You know, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, I you know the reason why I do that. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk. The reason why I do that. I think it's a very easy way to connect with guys. Yeah. Um, my brother is a college football coach in in the Pittsburgh area, and he has more T-shirts. And he's nine years older than me, and he's been the head coach there for I want to say like twenty two years. He has more T-shirts of different Western Pennsylvania high school <laughs> football teams than I ever imagined. And I asked him one time, I said, Mike, what, I know your players are giving. I know you got a guy from Thomas Jefferson. I know you got a guy from Bell Vernon or whatever. Where, wh- why are you wearing all these? It's like it's a really easy way just to connect with the guys when you wear when you wear their T-shirt. Uh, it's just an easy way to connect. And, and you know, that's what we're about. Well, I, I also just remember the circumstances Again, there, you were in your first year as the HC, and there was question whether Jalen was the guy and certainly the way that the season ended before with him being taken out in the last game and all that craziness, and it was a significant moment. And I'm just wondering if like, if, if he needs that sort of coaching, say, now, when he's now Jalen Hurts, the guy there in Philadelphia. Does, does he yeah, need that he, sort of stuff from you? you do you think? You know what's great? Yeah, I, I think so. You know what's great about Jalen is he's been the same guy – from day one, um, 
and we coach him hard every day, no matter what. And I know he appreciates that. And he comes to work every day the same way every day, uh, no matter what. Win, lose, up for MVP, not up for MVP, t- uh, coming off a two-game losing streak, coming off a two-game winning streak. And so we just try to be consistent with who we are um, at all times, no matter what. And we're in a little bit of adversity right now, right? The, the whole world knows that. We're going through some adversity right now with our last two um, our last two outings, but I know I know this about this group and Jalen is that they we've all been through adversity in our lives and we all know how to respond. And first and foremost, it's about admitting what we do and our mistakes, and then getting getting up, get up, and let's go and go again because nobody's going to feel sorry for you. No, for sure. And I'm sure you 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 might hear some narratives about your organization and your team out there, coach. And the idea is that Jalen is off because he's not 100% physically and that perhaps there was even a suggestion by my colleague at NFL Network, David Carr, sitting him until he's 100%. How do you view that concept, coach? Yeah, you know, he he's he's played some good football. Um, you know, he's played some, some really good football. I would say that, you know, we're definitely not sitting him. We're definitely not doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And because Jalen is one of our best football players and he gives us a great chance to win every time he steps out there. Um, Do we all have plays that we want back from this year or, or games that we want back? Yeah. Me included. And we all, we all have those and that's the ebbs and flows of the year. Um, But we also understand like, you know, when you're on a two game losing streak, some of these criticisms, criticisms are going to come. And, you know, it's our job to just, again, like I said, get back up, learn from our mistakes and get better from them. Um, Cause we know, we know it's sometimes it's a week to week thing here in the NFL. Like we play good next week. Uh, we play good the week after that. All we're worried about is playing good this next week. Um, but you know, it is a week to week thing at times. And we know we've put some really good products out in the field, beat some beaten. We have beaten some really good football teams and we just got to get it going again. And and it's as simple as that. And it starts with me as the head coach and then goes to the players. And, of course, obviously, if you do, say, win out, and if you're talking about playing well and you do win out and San Francisco does lose one more game, you could still be the one seed. I mean, that is still out there for you to to grasp. The question I have for you is, is, is how do you clean these things up? I understand the play better and just be better mentality um, is something I've been around coaches for such a long time is, is the reality of it, but how do you affect something like that coach? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Again, you want to repeat, am I going to give away all the secrets of what we feel like (laughs) we're going to do here? No. Okay. Um, I do respect the the question. You got to, but Rich, you got to try. I know you've been doing this a long time. You know, you got to try to get that answer from me. Um, But you know, we have different thoughts of, and one thing is you always want to try to do the things you're doing well. And and repeat those things and, and do the, again, what is it? What's your identity? What are you doing? Well, um, that doesn't mean you don't do different wrinkles off of that. That doesn't mean you don't do other things, but you're always trying to try to identify that and repeat those things. And what can your, what do your guys do well? Um, and that's our job. Like, so I always put it on myself as a coach first is that we got to put them in positions to succeed, uh, first and foremost, um, cause we definitely have the guys in this, in this building to go out there and execute. There's no doubt in my mind. So obviously, you know, you're not giving away the details, but, uh, does that mean folks in Philadelphia shouldn't make up their own signs and stand outside your facility and, and stand out there for messages to you like to run the ball? Should they just save the paint or the poster board? 
Coach. You know what? They, they, I love this fan base, passionate fan base. <laughs> yes. Um, and they, you know what? They got it. They, they're going to say how they feel, right? They're right. going to say how they feel. They're going to say how they feel when we're not playing well. They're going to say how they feel on Sundays when we are playing well to that opposing team as well. So you can't have one without the other, in my opinion. And hey, listen, criticism is, is a good thing. You know, you might not like criticism, um, as a coach, as a player. But, you know, can you identify the criticisms that are granted and that you need to fix and improve on, right? And can you block out the criticisms that are a little bit crazy, right? And and that's an art. That's a skill because, <laughs> you know, and like, you got to be able to do that because that's what I'm doing as a head coach. Like, I'm getting up there and I'm – and I, I don't want to say criticize, but I'm making corrections of what needs to happen, both with the coaches and with the players and with myself. And so if we're all stuck to this, I'm not taking this criticism, then you can't grow. Right. And again, it's like it, you laugh. It's like there's you got to know what criticisms to block out and you got to know what criticisms that you can think on and ponder on for a little bit. Well, the reason why I'm laughing is I'm just up, I'm from up the turnpike originally in Staten Island, Nick. And um, I know you better have that gene in you if you want to coach and be successful where you're coaching. I mean, you, you better have that. I mean, because I've seen so many coaches of all sports, baseball, basketball, hockey, get spit up and chewed out in the Northeast if they cannot do what you just said. That's why I, I laughed. You know, I, yeah. I know that mentality, but I'll, I'll take one more swipe and, at this with you. And I'm a, and, and Rich, I'm from the, like, I'm not going up the turnpike. I'm going west in Jamestown, New York. That's yes. where I'm from. So you, right? you I, I'm know. used to that criticism as well. I know. I'm you know? Out here, I live out here in Southern <laughs> California, and sometimes people think I'm angry just the way I talk. I'm like, no, no, that's, that's just my that's my inflection. Hey, like, that's just the way that, I talk. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. So <laughs> I, I will take one more swipe at it. So you said that there are some criticisms that you think that are maybe warranted. Which which criticisms do you feel or critiques that you feel are warranted with your team? You know, Coach again, right like we, we have to we have to play better. And there, and there are, you know, there's going to be criticisms when you're not play, like, do we need to run the ball better and run the ball more? Yeah. Yeah, we do. We you know that like now different games, circumstances, uh, you know, require different things. But we know we know what we got to do. We know what type of team we are. And we have to put the guys in positions to succeed in the run game more. And we got to And we got to get some more going uh, calls going uh, with it. Again, that every game, I, I will do it. But I say this, Rich, like, yes, we got to run the ball more. But if we feel like the best thing to do this next game is to pass it 50 times to win, we'll do what we think we need to do to win. And that's, you know, and that's my job as the head coach. And and so that that's just one, for instance, Rich. I know there's a lot of criticisms right now after the last <laughs> few games, but that's just one, for instance, to, uh, you know, that has been more of a, um, a topic that, that I know that, I've had to address a couple more minutes left with the head coach, of the Philadelphia Eagles, Nick Sirianni here on the rich Eisen show. What is the, um, I guess, Genesis of the brotherly shove play? Like when did you first come up with this? Who's, where did you draw off some X's and O's from to, to, to come up with this formation and keep doing it? Coach? That's a, that's a great, that's a great question. Thank Rich. You. Um, when, when, um, when Frank Reich and I got back, Frank Reich and I coached together in, in San Diego. I stayed in San Diego. He came to be the offense coordinator uh -huh. at Philadelphia. They had tremendous, tremendous success with the quarterback sneak with Carson Wentz. And, you know, a lot of the same characters up front with Jason Kelsey, Lane, Lane Johnson with the, with quarterback sneak. 
So we get to Indianapolis, and obviously you talk about the things that you've done well at different places since you've been together. And, you know, we said that quarterback sneaks had to be part of it. Now, um, you know, we had a big uh, bruising quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. If you replay some of his quarterback sneaks, they're some of the best quarterback sneaks you've seen. Now, Jalen, I would argue, is better than anybody at that. Um, but, you know, and so it's it really was ironic. It started in Philly. They continued to do really well on it. Uh, Frank brought it to Indy, uh, and then we just, you know, we're back here in Philadelphia. And so what's happened with it is there's been different variations. Like there's been a lot of different variations of things that happen off of it, whether that's an extra pusher, whether that's the compliments of plays that you run off of it. Um, and so that's, what's been fun about it. Like, and, and shoot, I feel like rich, we're giving you guys in the media a lot Mm. to talk about with this play. Right. Like, you know, and so, because it's a popular topic and, and so, you know, we just have taken a lot and, and make no mistake about it. Why are we good at it? Why can we do the compliments off of it? Why is it getting the attention that it gets? Well, because of Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, right? Cam Jurgens, Jordan Mailata, Lane Johnson, right? Jalen Hurts, right? That's why we're good at it. And that's why we're better at it than anybody else in the, in the NFL. Um, and so, um, you know, these guys are, these guys have a will to go out and do it and, and, um, make the plays to do it. And they're making plays. I know it's ugly and I know it's, it's, it looks messy, but there's a major art to how these guys are going out and fundamentally doing their job. Um, Cause you see it around the NFL. Not everybody can do it the no. way we do, you no. know, and, so, and you don't see people try. I mean, why do we try? Well, because we have the confidence in it to do it because of those guys up front and Jalen. Well, it's a huge advantage. I mean, again, I'll, I'll just to be for, for straight up and then, you know, then I'll let you go on your day is that when I first saw it, I'm like, this is ugly. It's a rugby play. It's, it's, it's tough to officiate. And uh, I, I, I didn't like it, but then I'll be honest. I'm, I've completely come around on it because we gotcha. You did. Yes. You did. You did. <laughs> uh, maybe I should wear a t-shirt or I'll give you one. You know, uh, I got about <laughs> 70 of those t-shirts, Rich. <laughs> oh my goodness. Extra they come from large. every direction. I might be a large, extra large, depending on the snugness. Well, I, you the, know what? The I'm going to say I'm going to send you one because I'm send you. I appreciate it because I've, I've asked so many of your colleagues as to why does it work? And the, I've heard a lot of the names like, first of all, you got to have a quarterback who's 240 pounds and a guy who's a center is your hall of famer. And then you do have to have other guys. But I had Kelsey on this show the other week and he said, you're getting more live reps of it in a game than most other teams probably even attempt to practice it because they don't want to spend you know, precious practice time doing it. It is a huge advantage. So my last question to you would be your thoughts on the word that maybe Roger Goodell doesn't like it and wants it out and wants to legislate it out. What do you say there? Hey, we'll play, we'll play by the rules of whatever, whatever it is. Uh, I, I can't be in control of that. All I can be in control of is uh, what, what's going on here in our, in our thing. I, you're, I know what you're trying to do, Rich. No, I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> I don't mean you, but right. I guess let's take the commissioner out of it. What, what if the competition committee gets together and says it's out? I mean, what, what would you say to that? Cause that's, that's your colleagues in the room I'll, right there. I'll, cr- I'll cross that bridge when we have to get to it. I will okay. don't, don't make any mistake about it, Rich. Like until then I'll have an opportunity to speak on it probably. And I'll make my case, right. I'll make my case on it. Um, you know, and it works at all and it works at all levels. Like I get my brother's a chairman of, uh, of high school football back in New York. And he's sending me clips of guys, you know, teams in the area running it. And then, 
you know, there was a, we had a little bit of a stall in our peewee football game um, that my son was playing in. He's playing quarterback. It was a little bit of a stall. We're at the, we're near the goal line where we got a stall. And I happened to be standing close to the sideline. I said, Hey coach. Right. And we got it in. Jacob Sirianni scored on the quarterback yes. sneak. So it's, it's good for football. That's what I'll say. Put him on a t-shirt. Fantastic. <laughs> I love it. I, 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 listen, Maryland did it three times against my alma mater, Michigan. They, I'm seeing it's, it's at every level right now. So, okay. I appreciate the time, Coach. Greatly appreciate it. Let's do this as, uh, as often as, uh, as you're up for it. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks, Coach. Thanks for, thanks for having me, Rich. You got it. Good luck in Seattle. That is Nick Sirianni, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles. If it's good for the Eagles, it's good for his son. It's first and nine for his son's peewee team, too. <laughs> Shout out to Jacob. Listen to kids. Jacob first Sirianni. and nine for all Sirianni oh, levels of football. That's funny. If I didn't have to dislike him, I would like to. That's, that's, that's the Cowboy <laughs> fan. DJ. Uh, fantastic. All right, we'll take a break. 844-204-RICH. Number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. It's great. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How much fun was that with Sirianni, huh? Yeah, what, what a cool guy. You got to have some. Are you eating again? What are you eating? <laughs> I was just eating some nuts some in nuts. the break. But why do you got peanuts these... over here. Oh, whoa. I didn't say anything. No. They're healthy. I bet. Better than donut. They old donuts. But you eat that too. I'm not eating that today. I bet you oh, will. Brockman's being good. All right. So, uh, two pieces of business from uh, the NFL ownership meeting in the Metroplex in Dallas. Albert Breer will be joining us in hour number three. He's there right now. The International Series uh, is being expanded, and the Super Bowl has two new locations for Super Bowl 60 and 61. Let's get to that first. So the Super Bowl this year is in Las Vegas, Nevada. Next year... New Orleans, which uh, a lot of people consider the greatest Super Bowl city there is. I say that. Okay, because what you need for Super Bowl cities to make it great is walkability to the stadium. Yes. Uh, restaurants, hotels, atmosphere, all that sort of thing, right? 
Um, that's why Vegas is going to be Vegas particularly good. I mean, it, it's it's a long day. walk maybe down to Allegiant for some. It's far depending on, the strip. on where you're staying. But yeah. you can do it. Yes. Like, you can do it, and the weather should be decent enough for you to do it. Yep. Right? And then hotels and restaurants <laughs> and shows. <laughs> My God. It's all over the place. That's going to Right. So, and it was great for the draft as well. So, New Orleans has next year's Super Bowl, next season's Super Bowl, and then the next two are up for grabs. And the uh, the uh, league just awarded Super Bowl sixty to the location where fifty was. Fifty was, yeah. Hmm. And it's going to go to the Bay Area, going yeah. to Santa Clara. Yeah, area. Okay. Oh, that was announced back in May. Oh, okay, good. I did not know that. Ooh. Look at me. I'm way out of it. Um, and now they announced the Super Bowl 61's going here. It's coming back here. Hey, oh, baby. So far. That was such a good. That was so such a good. So far. I love it. It was awesome. So far. Look at that. That's NFL Network across the street from it. So. They like that. There you go. You get to sleep in your bed. Rich, you, it's, it's a home game. It was amazing. Home I got to be straight up for you. Not to, not to go all Al Michaels on you, but, the, you know, it was great to be home. It's a home <laughs> game. Get home right just like There's that. nothing wrong with that. You know. Mm-hmm. Al's got, uh, I think there's a Thursday night or uh, here in Los Angeles in a couple weeks. That's right. Yeah. So just good good news for Al right there. Next I'm week. going. Next um, week, right? Next week. So Super Bowl 61, coming back here to Los oh, Angeles. Yeah. Very Sweet. good news. Well, what's our uh, early the, prediction? Cowboys versus oh, <laughs> Steelers? Well, I know. We'll versus see if it's a tradition Jags. if the Rams playing it. Well, that's true. Yeah. Let's see if there's a tradition. So let's just worry about this year. Who's playing in this <laughs> yeah, year's exactly. Super Bowl first? Let's see if your Cowboys make, make it, it this year, sir. We'll this. Uh, yeah. And then the other, the other, the other uh, piece of news from the owners' meeting is there's the expansion of the international series. They're going to Brazil. Oh, I heard this uh, as a rumor in Albert Breer's tweet on the screen. He's going to join us in hour number three. Uh, an international series game next year in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Hell, baby. And obviously, that's the first NFL regular season game that's being played in Brazil, and it's going to be like. Uh, I don't know if I have to brush up on my Portuguese. I have no idea if that's an NFL yeah, Network game or game. if I'll get that game or if uh, ESPN is covering that game. I, I have no idea. Um, and uh, word is uh, Madrid may be next. Wow. I don't know if that's next Madrid. year, but I'm hearing rumors that Madrid may be the next location. Is there, They're expanding the number of locations. And, you know, uh, when I interviewed Robert Kraft in Germany, on NFL Network Live, I, I asked him, you know, like, what what is the point of this, really? The, uh, to paraphrase myself, which I don't really uh, think I've ever done. Um, and because the answer is there, there, there's not going to be a team located in these places. You cannot pull it off competitive-wise. You cannot pull it off with time zones or anything like that. You just can't do it. And so what I think they're going to do is just create enough international series games where potentially a 17th regular season game that's been added is going to be at a neutral site for everybody. Or they'll just keep doing what they're doing, which is just a 17th regular season game between two teams in opposite conferences but finished in first place, and they'll play each other depending on what your your conferences, divisions play the other division. I believe this year, Eagles-Chiefs was one of those games where the first-place team in the NFC East played the first-place team in the AFC West, just happened to be a Super Bowl rematch. So they might continue doing that or just have keep adding games, adding games until there's an international series 
package of games to sell off potentially to another um, organization that wishes to get in business of broadcasting NFL games and stroking a massive check to the ownership group. I think that's that's where we're headed. And um, that would be kind of great. I mean, there were three games in London last year, two in Germany. And if you duplicate that and add the game in Brazil, that's now six games. And when NFL Network first started, we, I believe, had eight on Thursday night. They were yes. run up to the playoffs. There would be a bunch of Thursday games and the Thursday-Saturday games. Yep. So there were six Thursday games and two Saturday games, and we would go from a Thursday oh. game to a Saturday game, and that was an eight-game package, and then – Suddenly you grow out of that, and what happens? Thursday Night Football wound up on CBS, NBC, and now on Amazon Prime. I think that's the way they're cultivating this thing. And the other sense I got, you know, uh, is that the, the NFL will not stop doing this. Keep expanding? Yeah, to different places. I mean, Rich, Makes it's insane sense. when you're there, right? It's the fans. It's like, well, I, it, your pictures. Well, it, it, it is the fan bases there are extremely knowledgeable yeah. like you'll go sometimes to to a game let's just say an nba game and you'll hear like kids cheering for a three-point shot that goes in well after a whistle that you know has been a foul on the floor right and so sometimes fan bases can't follow the sport you don't get that at these nfl games and international series they're nuts and they love they love it and these are really passionate fans because they're watching the most important games on sunday night and monday nights for us in the middle of the morning there. Like, it's 2 a.m. kickoffs, which is another reason why you can't have teams based there. So, the fan bases love it. I mean, again, and we'll talk about this later, you know, when we talk about the news coming out of Boston that Tom Curran, our friend out there, saying he's hearing that the Patriots have already made a decision on Belichick and, um, and the, the breaking point was a loss to the Colts in Germany. Owners, when they go over there, they really want to win these games in front of fan bases that they've been pouring their their uh, capital into. And, and the Patriots were the first team to have a website in German. So they've been talking to these fan bases, and they want to win in front of them, and they want to keep expanding their brand. I believe Miami, the Dolphins, um, are significant in Brazil. And maybe that means they'll end up going to play a game there. Maybe the Dolphins will play a game. The Cheetahs coming to Brazil, basically, <laughs> to wax the competition. Thank you so much. All right. Um, and I are, we're offering Rich, our services let's, to Let's cut to the chase here. You know, to do we reported. need to get Roku's Charlie and Joe on the phone? Can we take a Roku trip <laughs> to Brazil yeah, when you me, go? Because they got to send Rich Eisen. they got to send you down there, right? Do NFL? they? I don't know. Oh, I think they do. I don't know if you're aware of this, TJ. Um, very few individuals and organizations tell the NFL what to do. <laughs> I'm saying the NFL um, organization. And so they might have their own opinions. Yeah. I bet you uh, multiple organizations that cover the National Football League would like to show that game on their air. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, I mean, sometimes we could not meet with some of the players in our international games over the last few years mm -hmm. because they had obligations to speak to the international media. Well, okay. And you, as a broadcaster, talk to the players in the game of significance. You talk to the quarterbacks, you mm -hmm. talk to the running backs, sometimes the defenders, coaches, whatever, and you get face-to-face -face time. That's the broadcast meetings I keep talking about. A couple of times we can't get those folks face-to-face -face 
We have to Zoom with them or meet with them that way because they have obligations that the NFL insists on them having with the international media. We're like, well, wait a minute. We're your, you know, you we're your broadcasters for your network, and we can't we take a back seat to to that. And the answer is like, yeah, yep. I'm so, still. I don't know if that answers you. Like, don't learn Portuguese just yet. Is what <laughs> I'm saying. Hey, I'm <laughs> <manifesting> <laughs> for you, regardless. <laughs>